morning, Shavua Tov. Today's daf is daf Ein Zayin. We'll start from the beginning of the daf, the Mishnah, right at the top of the page. Um, so the Mishnah says, Bas Chalal, the daughter of a Chalal. Bas Chalal Zohar, the daughter of a Chalal Zohar, a male Chalal. What's a Chalal? So that is, we're going to see by the end of the daf, with a Kohen. We'll see that by the end of the daf. Um, and different how a woman or the child becomes a halal. But either way, the daughter of a male halal, Sulamina Kahuna Loilam is always forbidden from um, Kahuna. And Rashi explains what's that? Baspano, the daughter of his son, I his grandchild, um Bas Benbano, the daughter of his son's son, Adsov Koladoros, Shel Khalalim. Zohar ben Zohar, if you have a male, this is important. Establish it, but if you have a male, the son of a male, their daughter will be possible as long as it goes. So as long as it's a male, son of a male, son of a male, son of a male, the next, the daughter will be possible. No, because it's only if it's the father's, if it's the, a male halal. That's the key point. Sula kapas harishon then should be possible as the first daughter. Um, and then Rashi, Rashi highlights again, he says, Aval bas bitom Israel kshayra. The daughter of his daughter from a Jewish woman, I saw Halal's daughter from a Jewish man, sorry, Halal's daughter would be kosher. Halal's daughter would be kosher. Yeah. If Halala marries Israel and they have a daughter, they're kosher. That's a so again, the key point is, if the male line of Kohanim, as long as they're males, their daughter will be a Chalal. Chalal. Chalal is a male, and a Chalal is a female. Yisrael shenasa Chalala bitok sheira lekohuna. A Yisrael that marries a Chalala, their daughter, is kosher lekohuna. Okay, as we've just explained, Chalal shenasa bas Yisrael bitok sule lekohuna. A Chalal that marries a Jewish woman, their daughter is possible lekohuna. Gomer is going to point out that this is the same, the same as the first line. We said that if you have a daughter of a male Chalal, possible, and now we've just said, yeah, daughter of a male is possible. Rabbi Yehuda Oymen Rabbi Yehuda says, bas ger zochor kebas Chalal zochor. The daughter of a male ger is like the daughter of a halal, of a male halal. Rebbe Lezeben, so what's that saying? The daughter of a ger is also forbidden to kuhuna. Rebbe Eliezeben Yaakov Oymi, Yishol Shenosu Gilioiris, Bitok Sheri Lekuhuna. The ger Shenosu Bas Yishol, Bitok Sheri Lekuhuna. As long as one of the parents are Jewish and not a convert, the child will be kosher Lekuhuna. Aval ger Shenosu Gilioiris, Bitok Sule Lekuhuna. If you have a ger that marries a Gilioiris, the child is like a uh, is possible a kahuna. It's a grey area, isn't it? Well, uh, what? How we treat a uh, ger? The, the child of a ger. Yeah. yeah, so here we've just seen already two opinions. Echot ger be echot avonim mishul chorim afilu ad yud dorot. It's the more going to this in more detail. Um, my mind's gone blank. Let's see. Echot ger be echot avonim mishul chorim afilu ad yud dorot ad shetahi imam yisrael. Whether you, uh, whether it's a ger or whether it's a freed slave, and even up until ten generations, I forever, until his mother is a Jew. 
Right, so you need, I think that, according to if we're in Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov's opinion, until one of his parents is a Jew. I, the child of two Gairim has the same status. I know it says mother, but I think it means mother or father, if you follow Rabbi Eliezer's opinion. Because that's what we start off Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Omer. If it's a Jew who marries a Gioires, or a Ger that marries a Jewess, the child is kosher kohuna. So therefore we say when you say they possibly, if you have a Gerim and Gioris married until ten generations, it would mean as long as you have a line of Gerim whose parents were both Gerim, couldn't marry them. They have the same status as a Ger. Um, and they would be possible the Kahuna unless their mother, and then I added in, or father would be possible from Israel. Rebiosi Aimer Rebiosi says, Afgesh and also Gioris, Bitochel Kahuna. No, even the child of a Ger and a Gioris. Um, it is kosher kohuna. So in this mission, we've had three opinions of how do you treat the child of a ger. We've had Rabbi Yehuda says the daughter of a. Uh, well, yeah, when would it be possible? The daughter of a male convert, Rabbi, but the daughter of a female convert would be fine. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov says when it is uh, only when it's a, it's a child of a ger and a gioris. And Rabbi basically says never. The child of a ger is never possible to a kohen, even if it's a ger and a gioris. Okay, let's go into the Gemara. My la'olam, why did it say la'olam? The first line of the Mishnah was about uh, the daughter of a male kohen is possible min kohuna forever. So you might have thought she's similar to maybe just over there by Mitri and Edomi after three generations they can marry into the Kal. So to hear a Khalal after three generations comes to teach us that that's not true. If you have a Jew that marries a Khalal. How do we know that the daughter is kosher minani mili? So Om Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Shimon, or some say Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Yochanan says the name of Rabbi Shmuel. Neemar kan v'lo yechalelu yechalel zaro ba'amov. V'neemar lahalam lo yitma ba'al ba'amov. When it's discussing the laws of Kahanim, it says very similar phrase of ba'amov. It says you shall not desecrate his descendants among, among his people. And so here it says he shall not become tomei as a husband amongst his people. So amongst his people, amongst his people, just as over there it's males and not females, so to here it is males and not females. I just The laws of Tumah only apply to a male, so to here the laws of who becomes a Chalal only apply to males. There's oh, Oh, but then based on what you've saying, that daughters can't become a halal, then we should say if you have a widow marrying a coin godal, the daughter should be permitted. Yeah. Yes. So he says, no, miksiv beno, does it say beno? Zaroksiv, his descendants. Aloi halal zarob amov. Bas beno, miksiv beno zaroksiv. Yeah. So therefore we see that it includes a daughter. Oh, bas tishtri. Well then the daughter of his son should be permitted. Just as by him, Bitopsula, his daughter is possible. Afbeno, so to his son, 
بیتابسوله ایز دو آتیزم سارا سوله بعض بیتابسوله تیت سر Again, we've just said, okay, Zara tells us that the daughter of the Kohei who has the forbidden union can also be possible. We've just said, because it says Zara. We've also included and said by the fact that it connects the Kohen's son to the Kohen himself, that would say the daughter of the son of the son of a Chalal would also be a Chalal. Says Bas Bitot Titzar. Says no. Im Kain Zereshov Mahani Lo. Then what does the Zereshov help? Ba Amov Ba Amov. So again, this is. As, as I found this quite a tricky piece, but in short, it's saying, as I explained the Mishnah, that the child of a Kohen who's with someone also. Which again, whenever we say a Kohen Godel and a Kohen God in our mind, I think we're using that as the prototype. I don't think we or we we hardly ever. We will see a case later, but we're generally using it as the prototype of their child will be a Chalal, because that's one of the sources of it. So again, the daughter of the Kohen Godel and Alamana is a Chalal. A Chalala. The child's a Chalal. Because it says Zaro, both male and female. If they subsequently they're not marrying a quite anything, have a child. So the child of the male is possible. The child of the female is permitted. Is not a halala. That's how we're learning at the moment. Um, that, that's a video. Then let's go on to the next point. Halal shenosa pasi shrot bitopsula. Says, oh, Tanarashi, didn't you already teach me this in the Raisha Bas Halal Zahopsulam in Akunu Alaylam? That the daughter of male, of a male line of, of halalim, Stemming from a Kohen is possible to marry a Kohen forever. I saw what does it mean? Chalal Shemoso Bas Yisrael Bitopsula. It's the same thing. It's not I did a Tana Yisrael Yisrael Shemoso Chalal, a Tana Nami Seifa Chalal Shemoso Bas Yisrael. It just wants to keep it uniform. We often say that, uh, remember, they used to know the Mishnahs off by heart, so they had to have a clear structure so that you could uh, keep it straightforward. So it repeats this line, even though it's. Uh, not essential. Manisi in Kaloir Bereb Karebidu Stai Ben Yaakov. Our Mishnah is not like Rebidu Stai Ben Yaakov. Just again to clarify, our Mishnah, if you have the grandson of the grandson of the grandson, I mean it doesn't matter how many grandsons, but a grandson of a grandson of a grandson, Melan of Chalolim, who marries a Yisrael, the child will be a Chalal or a Chalala. So that's this opinion. And so now that doesn't fit in with Rabbi Dostai, the Ben Yehuda, the Tanya Rabbi Dostai, Ben Yehuda, I'm a Kushayim Shebena Yisrael, Mikveh Tahar, Elachalolos, just as by Yisrael, Mikveh, they act as a Mikveh to purify Chalolos, Kach Pernos Yisrael, Mikveh Tahar, Elachalolim, so too with the daughters of Yisrael, Mikveh purifies them, Lechalola. I, just as um, a Yisrael, with the halala, the child is not a halal, as we've seen. It's only when it's a male, a, a, a male, when the when the male's the halal, then the child will be a halal or halala. But when the male's uh, when it's the female, then it won't be. So he says, well, then it's the same thing the other way around with the male. So, well, if the, so if the halalas, if the Israel Israelis is the female. It will also purify my time. The Rebbe Dostai Ben Yaakov, what's his source? Omar Kral, the Apostle says, Lo yechalel zarob ba'amov. It says he won't desecrate his descendants ba'amov. 
in his people, but it's in singular. So he says, Ba'am echot hu the mechalel, bishtei amim eino mechalel. If it's one group of people, I to kohanim mechalel and echalala, then they will make their child mechal echalal. But bishnei amim, if it's two different, I Israel and a ko and a halal, or either way, the male or the female, eino mechal, it will not make them a halal. So that's again the opinion of Rabbi Dostai that basically as soon as one of the parents is a Israel, the child won't be a halal. As we know the Pasuk says, he won't so that he does not desecrate his descendants. I make his descendants a halal. How do you know that the woman herself becomes a halal? What do we mean by saying that the woman herself becomes a halal? Let's just take, for example, you have an almona who marries a kohen godel. So, and then if a kohen godel husband dies, you would think she's still an almona, so maybe she can marry a regular kohen. No, she's become a halal. But by, by sleeping with the kohen, she becomes a halal. So she will never be able to marry a kohen. If a father's a kohen, she won't be allowed to eat truma, etc. So that's, that, that's what we're asking. How do we know that the woman herself, who has the forbidden beer with the kohen, becomes a halala? So he says, So it's a kavachomer. Um, just as if the child who did not do an Aveira becomes a Halal, the woman who did that herself, who did the Aveira, how much more so she should become a Chaleles? Oh, so, pardon? It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, that's my Yochiyach. But then look at the coin himself, Sha'avar Aveira, Va'ein Mit Chalel. But the coin himself does, also does an Aveira and he doesn't become a Halal. I, a coin who sleeps with a grusha, playing God with an ammonia, etc., they don't become halalim. It's only their wives. So that's a proof that just because you're doing the Aveira doesn't mean you should become a halal. So he says, We find that a kohen himself never ever becomes a halal. So how can you use that to reject it? But look by her, she made halalis, can become a halal from other places. I, a kohen yeah. a kohen who has forbidden beer never becomes a halal whereas an isha she can have beer with a kohen beer with the Israel the whole range of people that she can have beer with which will make her possible to marry a kohen so we see that there's this, there's this aspect of a kohen who's immune to this so therefore we can't learn from the kohen to the isha so our, um, so our Kavachom is reinstated. Again, if the child becomes a Halal, how much more so the mother who did an Avera should become a Halal. Alternatively, you can say, We would understand that as doesn't become deconsecrated. It doesn't become a Halal. That sounds like Kosher, someone who was kosher, vinit halal and became halal. I again, a child, a child born from this union is born a halal. But the language of loyuchulal, which we can read into the word, implies a person who is kosher becoming halal. 
So that can't refer to the child, that must refer to the woman. So the Gemara says, oh, my, my, why did you have to bring the second answer? We brought first the Kavach Haimer, and then we brought this Drosha on Yechulal. So why do we need the second one? It says, no, you might say you can ask the following question on the Kavach Haimer. That the child is formed through an Avera. And therefore, how can you apply that to her? On my cross, the apostle says, The woman who was previously kosher until she became a halal. So that's interesting with halal. We asked this the other day. It's, it's quite hard to understand why the child should be, let's put it in inverted commas, punished. It's the same as a mamza. Same as a mamza. Why should the child be punished? So, uh, firstly, it's not a punishment. The parents get malkos or misa or kores or something. That's the punishment. Here it's almost a consequence. Again, when a, if a mother drinks too much alcohol when she's pregnant and the child gets born messed up, it's not punishment for the child. It's just a ramification, a consequence. Um, you can say that about yourself. If a person eats very unhealthily or, you know, and then he suffers from it, you know, that's uh, it's not being punished for eating unhealthily. It's the natural consequence. So, yeah. think, so, so on a spiritual level, again, it's still hard to understand, but on a spiritual level, the mamzer or a halal or a halal, let's say, is a spiritual consequence of it, not a punishment. The child, we again, we not The child is put in the world in the situation where you can achieve its maximum. Yeah, again, but I mean, saying so what's challenging us, though, is just something what's challenging, what's, what's just difficult is. The yeah. parents did an affair, and now this child, he's a mamzer, can't marry anyone. This son's a halal, he, was, he would love to serve in the, in the community. She's a halala, and now she can't marry a kohen because of what the parents did. In our mind, sounds a little bit unfair, but that's why I'm just trying to give maybe a, a possibility, you know, it's a, it's a result, not a punishment. Yes, sorry, what was I, know, I just thought that the woman becomes a halala when they sleep in the kohen, because in order to create a halala, you should be a halala yourself. So that's how I thought of it. But no. then it doesn't work because uh, he does. So the mum's and he doesn't. And, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so we have the, we have a drosha or almost two points of a drosha to explain where we see that the woman herself becomes a halala and forbidden to a kohen and therefore if she's with a kohen. Again, interesting to remember, a halala is also to marry a kohen. Just as a grusha or in our monolithic God, etc., is a halala also. She is a daughter of a wrong relationship. Yes. Or, or if she had a wrong relation, she herself becomes a halala. So she's a dead person, she can't marry what's considered a halala? Anyone born from psulim. So born, a child born from a unmarried relationship. You have two single parents. Yeah. Probably fine. Kosher. Kosher. My yeah. psulim. Uh, when we say that a halal is anyone born from psulim, what do we mean by psulim? So, ilaim psulim law, any psulim law. Let me just check Rashi because this is. Uh, this was a tricky word. But basically, anyone who's apostle to him. So any man or woman who are apostle to each other who have a child, maybe that child's a halala. 
we're going to show that that can't be because there's a case where someone who's possible to someone and their child's fine. Why? The Psula law. She's possible to him. Again, this is if a man divorces his wife and she marries someone, she becomes possible to her first husband. That's the Master Grushaso. She's possible to him. And the children are kosher. She is an abomination. Her, but not her children. So the children, we see that just if a, just if a relationship is forbidden, doesn't mean that the children will be forbidden. So Omar, so again, what does it mean? Psulim. So Omar Abura Hachi Komar. Aizu Khalala. What's the Khalala Kosha? No go mean Psul Kahuna. Anyone born from a Psul Kahuna. Anyone who the Kohen wasn't allowed to marry. A child born from that union. Oh, that implies Nolda in law, Nolda law. That implies that the child, but not only one born from such a union. But not someone not born from such a union. But what about an Almona Grusha or Zoina which are not born that way? They're not born from the forbidden union. So again, that still can't be the explanation of Sulim. I'm just an interesting question, I mean, that you have to ask when going through this. Once a woman's like a Grusha, what what does the difference does it make that she's now halala? She was already forbidden to him, etc. Yeah. So there are certain ramifications that it does have, but just something to keep in mind. But can also again, we also in the Brisa taught that Aizuhi Khalala calls Shenoldomin Absulim. We're still striving to define that. This is what it's saying. Aizu Khalala Muskeres, Shelo Hoyolo Shasa Koishekal, who is the Khalala that's mentioned that was never ever Valid to a kohuna, kol shenoldem psul kohuna. Anyone born from posel to kohuna, mamas keres. What do you mean by mentioned? Mentioned as opposed to what? So Omer Yitzchak bar Avin Hachik Omer. What does he mean by that? Is ezuhi chalolah she ikra mitivrei Torah va'in srichin lefarish mitivrei soifrim. What is the chalolah whose essence or who's clearly in the Torah? And doesn't require a drosha. Anyone born from Sulei Kuhuna. So you've kind of extended a little bit. Basically, when's a woman apostle Kuhuna? When? Um, sorry, this, this that we said, anyone born apostle is a Khalala. That's referring to clearly in the Chumash. Because remember, above we needed a special drosha to show that the woman herself becomes a Khalala. Okay, leave So here what this price is speaking about is if a coin sleeps with women that are forbidden to him, when will he be liable one punishment? one set of lashes, and when would it be liable to multiple? And we're going to discuss each of them. So when we say that the coin is with a, a widow, a widow, a widow, you're going to have to start thinking, is that one woman who is a widow from three different husbands? Is that three different women who are widows? Another important point we're going to have to think about is, when's the warning? Because remember, you can only be punished, only get lashes, if you are warned. So almost anyone would have to say to this coin, you know, if you sleep with that widow and her as well, if you sleep together, you will get lashes. And then a day later they sleep together. That's not good enough because the warning has to 
immediately precede the action. Um, so again, if you have a woman who's a widow and a widow and a widow, he is only liable to one. Grusha, 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 and a chavilacha. Similarly, if he sleeps with a woman who's a grusha and a grusha and a grusha, he's only chav one. Almana, what happens if he sleeps with one woman who is Almana, grusha, v'chalala, zoyna? I have four people who are also to a kohen. That's just because, I mean, uh, yeah, we haven't mentioned all of these, but Almana we know is a widow. She's also to a kohen kodal. A grusha is forbidden to any kohen, but again, we're in the posse of kohen kodal because it says Almana. Chalala, that's what we've been defining. A woman, a child born from a, a union between a kohen and someone forbidden to him. And a zona, a zona is a woman who's had relations with someone forbidden to her. She also becomes forbidden to a kohen. Not the same, but similar to a chalala. So again, so if a man sleeps with the kohen, sleeps with a woman, thank God, or sleeps with a woman who is a amana grusha chalala zayna, there's man shahim kesayder. If it's if she became those in that order, chayval kol achas achas, then he's liable for each and every one of those avayros. I say, okay, four sets of lashes. What do you mean by an order? First, she was married. And her husband died. And then she married a second time. And her husband divorced her. So now she's a, a monahan grusha. And then she yes, sleeps with the kohen bottle. So she becomes a halala. And now she sleeps with someone else who's forbidden to her. I don't know, her brother, a mamzer, someone like that. She becomes a zona. So if it's in that order, she'll be high for each and every one. What happens if she does it in the reverse order? She first becomes a zona, she slept with someone forbidden to her, then she slept with a kohen, then she became a divorced, and then she became widowed. She'll only be liable to one set of lashes. Okay, that's the brisa. And now we're going to go into each of the points. So, if he sleeps with a widow, a widow, a widow, he's only liable to one. What do you mean when you say this widow? So if you say he slept with three different widows, why should he only be liable to one set of punishments? They're independent bodies, it's different women, which would incur set different sets of lashes. And additionally, they actually each also for a different reason. One, because, if I understood correctly, Shemus Mukhulakin, one, because she is Ruvain's widow, second one, Shimon's widow, so they each have a different definition. So, El Rather Shaba Al Almona Achas Shalash Bios, it must be where she slept with one widow three times. So, Hechitami, now what's the case? Either Lars Rubei, if he didn't want her, I. Said, you know, if you sleep with that woman, you will get lashes. And he sleeps with her. So then, okay, fine. But then a bit later, he sleeps with her again, and a bit later, he sleeps with her again. He says, that's shit if he didn't warn her between each one. Why? So Ella Shabbat So what's the case that he slept with a widow three beers? So Idola Osrubei, sorry, I'm just reading that line again. Idola Osrubei, if he did not warn her, pshita da enochayv elachas. Obviously, she's only chayav one. He'd only be chayav one set of lashes. Ella de Osrubei, it must be where they warned her, where he, where the witnesses warned her, I'll call chad of chada. 
Well, Why should she not? Why should they not be chayavul for each and every one? I, they warn him. He says, do you know if you sleep, that woman is forbidden to you, that widow, you will get lashes. And he says, yes, he doesn't care. And he goes there and does it. Then he gets one set of lashes. Then again, he says, do you know if you sleep? And then again, so why should, if he warned before each and every act, why should he not get separate sets of lashes? And we're going to prove from Mishnah. For a whole time, we learned in a Mishnah. If you have a nausea who's drinking wine the whole day, he's only liable to one. Omrullah al-tishte al-tishte v'hu shoyseh. If they say to him, don't drink, don't drink, I, they give him separate warnings, and he, so they give him a warning and he drinks, and then they give him another warning and he drinks, he'd be liable to each and every one. Okay, so what's the case when the Mishnah says if he sleeps with a widow, 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 he's only have one. Again, can't be three separate widows, because then obviously he's liable three times. Can't be when I warned him between sleeping with the same widow each time because then obviously he gets three and it can't be when I didn't warn him because obviously I only get one. It says, It must be a case where um, it was, she was Reuben's widow who became Shimon's widow who was Levi's widow. I, she married Ruvain, Ruvain died, she married Shimon, Shimon died, she married Levi, Levi died. So she's a widow three times. Mount Detainment, you might have thought, since she gets her title widow from different names, she should be, he should be liable to set different sets of lashes. Kamash, Malan, Gufi, Muchulokim, Bu'inen, Veleka, we need um, separate Gufin, and there isn't here. It has to be three separate women, not just one woman with three titles of widow. Interesting question you have to ask is, don't we say that once a woman's husbands have died, no one else should marry her? So this could touch on the question. What happens, obviously, if a woman, if a man and a woman are together and he, I don't know, gets some STD and dies, and three husbands do that and they die, then obviously someone else should marry her. But what happens if... I don't know, someone's married to her and they're in a car accident and die. Should that make her considered a katlanis? Okay, something uh, to consider how you get a woman that's three times and then still marrying someone else. Next point, I'm one of Grushva We said if she, he has beer with a woman who is all of those four things and in that order he gets that sort of lashes. So, hi, Tana Michael What does this Tana hold? That you should get four, one woman, but four isurim on her, and you can get four sets of lashes. So now we're going to go on to the famous, uh, famous, uh, a well-known sukya, very interesting sukya of isur halal isur. If something is already asur, can it become more asur? We're going to see a few examples, but this one, a woman who's already an almana, she's asur to the coin model, can she become a, does a grusha make her? A new additional issue to the coin. That's the one. Then we're going to see there's also what about like if something's already in our kosher, it's in a daylit animal that wasn't shechted, and you eat it on Yom Kippur. So do we say that they transgress Yom Kippur and Nevela or just Nevela? That would be Isur Khalal Isur. And they, there's a, obviously there's a broad question of do we ever say Isur Khalal Isur, right? Something's already also can it become also again? And you could say it a broad head to Yes. Just because something's already also once, obviously it can become also for a different reason. Or there's subtleties in it. What we call, for example, Isur Moisif. It's more expansive. If you think about it, um, well, the other example that we're dealing with now, and our mana is only also to a kind goddle. 
a grusha becomes also to all kohanim. So it is much more expansive. Okay, and those are points that are going to come up in this discussion of Isru Chalal Isru. So let's go into it now. So it says, what does our Tana hold? Remember, we said, if it's done in that order, then you'll get four sets of lashes. If it's done in the reverse order, you won't, you'll only get one set of lashes. So what does our Tana hold? If you hold that one isu can take effect on another isu, well, then even if it's done in the reverse order, you should get four sets of lashes. If you hold isur, one isu cannot take effect on another isu, well, then even in this order, he should not become liable. So, oh my rova, hi taner isu chalal isu leisle. This taner does not hold that one isu can take effect on another isu, except isu moisif islo, one isu can take effect on a, a, a more expansive isu can take effect. So now we're going to explain it. Almona asur elokayin godol vishar elokayin hejot. And almona is also to a kind god, but permitted to a regular kind. So, Havil of Grusha, when she becomes a Grusha, once you've added, expanded it to include a coin hedger, that takes effect even in regards to a coin I mean, Once it can take effect because it's massive, well then it takes full effect. So she is, so even though regarding a coin she was already forbidden to him, the Grusha can take effect because it's massive, and then it expands to. Um, to uh, to a coin godel as well, so he'll be transgressing too. Says Vadai in Shariola she is still permitted to eat truma. she becomes a chalola. So Once it expands and includes that she's now also also to eat truma, So the chalola takes effect in that regard. It, it takes effect also in regards lagabe coin godel. Ella zoyna ma isu moisif islay. But what does the zoyna add? There's no further things that are forbidden to her. She's already forbidden to Ichuma, forbidden to a regular coin. So what's the zoyna going to add to forbid her? That you can say as moisif. So Omar Abhana Barkatina, who of the shame znus, paisal be Israel. Because shame znus becomes possible with a Yisrael. What does that mean? Rashi explains. We're going im zinsa tachtov. Neseres al-Bala. There's a time where Zenus can make her forbidden even to Israel. For example, a woman who commits adultery, she becomes also to her husband. But even so then even if you have a Znus that is not under her husband, we do find that Znus is more encompassing. I again generally yeah, forbidden. Znus, obviously, any kind is forbidden to marry a zoyna. But there's even a case where Yisrael would be married with a zoyna again, and that's where his wife is the one who commits adultery. Now, you're right, that's limited to, again, as you can see, by Yisrael, Znus is very limited, but it is, it is expanded to include that case. There's a case of Znus where Yisrael would be also. So it's oisif, it's it adds, and therefore it adds in all cases. So that's Isum Moisif. New point. Tony Tanakai made the Rav you have a Tana taught before Rav Sheshes. I someone was reciting prices before Rav Sheshes. Kolshuhu beyikach harehu beloyikach. Any woman who falls into yikach, he can take her. He falls into loyikach. 
This is the two psukim. So what's it? It says, regarding a kohen gadol, it says, Bahu isha He shall marry a woman who's a besula. So those women, women he could marry, they can become, and this is the other possible, So whoever is the besula that he could marry, can fall into the category of Asur as a Amona Grusha Chalala Vizayna. Kol Any woman he could not marry, Eino Baloyikach will never become forbidden to him with Loyikach. Who's that excluding? Prat Lakoin Godel, Shabala, Hoysa Amona. That would be excluding a Koin Godel who sleeps with his sister, who's an Amona. His sister was already Asur to him. He could never ever marry her. He could never apply marry her. Therefore, he won't get lashed. So obviously, I mean, they'll get lashed for a for a brother and sister together, but he will never get the punishment of Almana. So they said to him, who said this? Rabbi Shimon, he would just, who's the author? Rabbi Shimon, to Omar, ain Isur Khalal Isur, that one Isur is not Khalal, another Isur. To Tanya, Rabbi Shimon, I mean, Rabbi Shimon says, um, yeah, why must it be Rabbi Shimon? Because we're saying she's already offered to him as a choyza, therefore she can't also become offered to this coin cottle as an almona. So that must be like Rabbi Shimon who says, I need to this. Where do we see Rabbi Shimon holds this? To Tanya, as we learned in a price, Rabbi Shimon, I mean, Rabbi Shimon says, If someone eats the veilus on Yom Kippur, he's exempt from. The Isur of eating on Yom Kippur. To eat Rabbanon, because if it was Rabbanon, Ha Omri, Isur Chalal Isur. Rabbanon, hold, we do say Isur Chalal Isur, and you could get lashes. Um, so therefore, the, um, yeah. It says, I feel time Rabbanon. You can actually say it's Rabbanon. Ki Omrin Rabbanon, Isur Chalal Isur. When do the Rabbonans say that one Isur can take effect on another Isur? Not as a standard rule that we always say Isur Chalal Isur. That's where it's a strict Isur on a light Isur. Remember Yom Kippur is an Isur Kores, Nevela is a, is a love. So that's where you would say Yom Kippur takes effect and you would transgress both. Aval isur kal isur chamur lochal, but they would agree that isur kal does not take effect on isur chamur. Remember again, brother to sister is kores, so the almona, which is just a love to the clan kodal, will not take effect on the isur kores. So the rabbanon could agree with that. Okay, that's the one we've learned in the above piece. Now we're going to give an alternative version. Ikad da amri homani. Some say who's the author. Now. The previous one kind of ignored that it was a special drosha. Almost took it as just a standard teaching of Isu Chalal Isu. This one's going to take this drosha of whoever he could marry, that's who's also to him as Beloyikach. That, that's the only time it applies. So, Ika to Omri Homani. So, those who learn what's another version of who's the author, Rabbonin, he to Omar, Isu Chalal Isur. Um, the Rabbonin hold one Isur does take effect on another Isur. So, you would expect Almonah to take effect on. Um, 
the incest of brother and sister, he omri rabbonon isur chalal isur hanimili isur chomoral isur kal. And when the rabbonon hold that one isur takes effect on another isur, that's where it's a severe isur on a light isur. Aval isur kal al isur chomor loichayel. But if it's an isur kal on a more severe isur, it does not take effect. The irabi shimon because it's irabi shimon. Hashta isur chomoral isur kaloi. Contrary to a severe isur does not take effect on a light isur. Isur kalal isur chomor mi boy would need to teach that isur kal does not take effect on a light mitzvah. Therefore, it must be rabbonon who would you do hold isur kalal isur, and this drasha would be teaching us that. Isukal does not take effect on any Sukhamun, that's how I understand it. And Rebbe Better could not be Rebbe Shimon because he would anyway hold that a Isukhamun could not take effect on a Isukhal. How much more so would or would not take effect on Achos Ayakoyen Golo sleeping with his sister who was a widow? Obviously, the widow would not take effect on the Israel sleeping on his sister. Now the woman says, nah, you could actually say it is also Rabbi Shimon Maudetayma. You might have thought Isur Kahuna shiny, that the Isurim of the Kahuna are different. Kamash Milan. Therefore, it comes to teach us that no, even by Isur Kahuna, we don't say Isur Kal takes effect on Isur Chomor. Why would you say Isur Kahuna shiny? So Rachi says, Shereba Bohen. Shereba Bohen Akosu Mitzvah Sisteros. The Torah increases many mitzvahs. Maybe we see that the Torah, let's use this language, piles Isurim on them. So maybe even if it's a lighter Isur on a stricter Isur, it would pile it on them. Kamash Malan comes to teach us that it doesn't. Now we're going to ask a new question, but to do with the current topic. If you have a regular Jew who sleeps with his sister, she becomes a Zona. Now we ask, Does she also become a Chalola or not? She's what's called a Zona, but does she also become a Chalola? Um, me now again what's the nafgamin at the end of the day both are forbidden to a kohen so no the different could he get two sets of lashes it would be one different so it says it explains the question if you're going to tell me from a regular negative commandment she becomes a chalala how much more so from Chavay Christus? If just sleeping with a, a coin with a grusha, which is a negative commandment, makes her a chalola, how much more so a brother sleeping with his sister should make her a chalola? That's much more severe. That's his sukkores. says, Oh, Dilma ain't chalola elam kahuna, or perhaps chalola is only from the Israel kahuna. I, some forbidden unions are applied to all of an Israel and some are limited to Kohanim, for example, a Grusha. Maybe you, a woman only becomes a Chalala from one of those that would make her, would be also with a Kohen. So, yeah, a Chalala is only from the Isur Kohuna. Omar Rava, Rava says, Rava says, how do I know that? Where do I get this, that the Rabbonin teach that a Chalala is only from Isur Kohuna? 
How do you know that this, that a woman becomes forbidden to a kohanim as a halala is unique to the isurim that apply only to kohanim? The tanya to the, yeah, the union, the forbidden unions that are unique to a, a kohanim. Zaina, halala, grusha, amana, etc. The tanya, as we learned in the Raisa, lo yama grusha bekohen gadol v'tezi v'chavachamim b'kohen hejo. The pasuk didn't have to say that a grusha is forbidden to a kohen gadol, and I would learn it out from a kavachamim b'kohen hejo. Yeah, I should just mention now, basically, b'kohen gadol, it says b'kohen hejo, grusha, halala, and a zaina are forbidden to him, and then we have basically the exact same pasuk b'kohen gadol, amana, grusha, b'chalala, zaina, are forbidden to him. So basically, what's the repetition? If you already told me that a regular coin can't sleep with the grusha, how much more so a coin god can't sleep with the grusha? So let me say, Ma'ana Amina, Hashtal Akoin Hedja Tasura. Yeah. Sorry, let me just go back and read that again. The Tanya we learned in Rice, Lo Yamal Grusha Bakoin Godal. Again, doesn't have to repeat the Isra of Grusha Bakoin Godal, but Taisi Bakavachomer Koin Hedja, and I can learn it out from a Kavachomer, from a regular coin. Ma'ana Amina, I would say, Hashtal Akoin Hedja Tasura, if this grusha is forbidden to a coin Hedja, the Kohen Gadol, me boy, obviously she's forbidden to a Kohen Gadol. So Lama Nemra, why does the Torah repeat Grusha? Kishem shechaluka Grusha mizoyna v'chalala b'kohen hejot kachaluka b'kohen Gadol. Just as we make a, we treat a Grusha, the Israel Grusha, distinct from Zoyna and Chalola by a regular Kohen, so too by Kohen Gadol. That means just as you can get multiple sets of lashes, because they distinct Isurim by Kohen Hedjot, so too by Kohen Gadol. Pshita, that's obviously Mikrogoris, the Kohen Gadol, any worse, any weaker. I, again, if something would apply to a regular Kohen, and now you're going to say he's a Kohen Gadol, obviously all the things that apply to a regular Kohen would apply the same to a Kohen Gadol, so that can't be what the Grush is. No, Ella, Kashem Shechaluka Grusha Mizonim Chalola B'Kohen Hedjot, what it's coming to teach is just as a grusha and zoina and chalola are distinct by a coin hedjot, kach almana chaluka me grusha zoina be chalola be zoina be coin godol. So too, an almana, which again is only mentioned by the coin godol, is distinct from grusha, chalola, and zoina by a coin godol. Chalola lama nemra. Why does it say repeat chalola by coin godol? So we understand why it repeats grusha to teach that. Just as by Kohen Hedjot, we view the Isurim as distinct and you can get multiple sets of lashes if a woman is multiple Isurim to a Kohen. So too, by the Kohen Godel, where Amon is unique, you might have thought maybe it's only the other three that are distinct, distinct so even Amon. Now, Chalola, Laman Yemra, why does it repeat Chalola? Ein Chalola, Elami Isur Kahuna, to teach us that Chalola is only by Isur Kahuna. That's, and this is why we bring it here. This is the source. How do we know that? A, that how do we know that a person, only, a woman, only becomes a halala from a union for, uniquely forbidden to a kohen for the extra word halala by kohen kodol? Zoyna lamanemra. Why does it repeat zoyna? Neemar kan zoyna. Neemar lahalan zoyna. It teaches by a. Teaches um, teaches by coin godel zoyna and it teaches by a coin hedgehog zoyna ma kan zaro chulin aflahalon zaro chulin just as over here his children are chalolim so too over there by the coin godel his children are chalolim and we'll leave it for today. Sorry, let me just fix that. Uh, fix that. So just as Ba'akoyin Godel says, Lo yechalel zaro, 
we uh, connected to Zoyna Ba Koin Hejot, and so to Ba Koin Hejot, the descendants would be a Chalal. Um, okay, have a very good week.